All right, guys. So as you can tell, these I'm the speaker tonight. Yippee yay for me. Um, although I do love doing this, so it's actually kind of nice that you guys like having me show up instead of some other person that you guys have never seen before. Um, so who would like to start us in prayer tonight? Anyone? Go for it. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this food, thank you for this day. I pray that tomorrow will be a blessed day. And I pray a hedge of protection over our friends, family, and ourselves. Hopefully we can all get the jobs and get back on our feet. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. As you aptly stated, I am slightly prepared tonight. Not totally, so just, let's go with the flow like we normally do. Always seems to work out. Thank, thank goodness for the Holy Spirit doing the leading, right? All right. So tonight I want to read from Hebrews. Probably don't get to hear much from that book. We don't know a whole ton about it other than it's powerful. There's some powerful stuff in the book of Hebrews. We don't know who wrote it, although my suspicion would be Paul. But he didn't sign it and nobody ever says who actually wrote the book. Um, despite our best efforts to figure it out. Um... But I want to read in chapter 12. All right, starting in verse 1. <clears throat> Therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witness surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the, <clears throat> and the sin that is so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, so that you won't, <clears throat> so that you won't grow weary and give up. In struggling against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons. My son, do not take the Lord's discipline lightly or lose heart when you are reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives. Enduring, endure suffering as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, which all received, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had human fathers discipline us, and we respect them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the Father of spirits and live? For they discipline us for a short time based on what seemed good to them. But he does it for our benefit so that we can share in his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your tired hands and weakened knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may be, dis may be dislocated but healed instead. May not be dislocated, but healed instead. So, 
that's kind of so like this this is kind of like you know being homeless it's and it very well could be who's to say that god didn't put you in this place to discipline you for a time right it's not fun right says here that's what he does he disciplines all who are his sons not fun, right? We don't like discipline. Nobody likes discipline. But discipline from God is totally different, right? It's all about love. It's all about seeing us endure in our faith and keeping in, in line with Him and what He wants. That's why there's this call to endurance you know, in our faith because our faith is the most important thing that we have, right? right? Without our faith, we have nothing. You know, we're just condemned as sinners. Condemned to be tormented for all eternity. I know that's a scary thought, and that would suck. And I don't want any that to happen for any of you. I don't want to see you tormented. You know, I want to see you in eternity with God. Worshiping, honoring, glorifying Him for all eternity. That's what we're meant for. Right? And that's why we're supposed to be enduring in the faith that we have in Christ. You know, keeping ourselves away from those things that we would be disciplined for. But I'm glad we have that discipline. Right? Because without that discipline, we would run around like dummies doing whatever we want. Because that's all we want to do. We want to live for ourselves. That's what matters to us. But, but having that discipline does mean something, right? Yeah. Right? Do you guys ever sense that God might be disciplining you, but you're not mad about it? It was at first. <laughs> well, of course. At first, but it says at the time. Yeah. But then we begin to realize that that discipline is because of his love towards us. It's because he wants us to learn that our sins are filthy rags. Our sins are something that cause us to have disfellowship with God. You know, and God is all about God. I don't think he ever gives us more on our plate than we can handle whether we think we can or not. Well, that's true. And even Jesus himself had to go through a lot of stuff, right? Right. right? And even at one point, he asked God to take it from him. Because he was human. He still felt the pain of suffering. But he did it regardless because he knew that that's what needed to be done. Jesus being God knew we needed to be saved from God. Now, you're going to think that's weird. It's not. Just think about it. If God is the one who punishes sin and can't be around sin and is only righteous, is pure and holy, wouldn't he be the only one who could punish you for your sin so we're being saved from God through God for God think about that for a second hey okay, God is the one who will punish us God is the one who wanted us to be saved and God came and saved us so we could be reconciled back to him it's a weird thought to think that God had to save us from himself. But when you're pure, righteous, and holy, there's only one person that can do that. 
He's the only one who can do that. He's the only one who can come and be the perfect sacrifice. God being the Father, right? That's what he calls himself throughout Scripture, is that he's the Father. Jesus calls him Father. You know, they're all one, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're all one, but they have three personalities. They're all equally divine. But Jesus stepped out of that in a way, not losing any of his divinity, but he stepped out of it so that he could be humbled as a human and live perfectly for us. To endure the discipline and wrath that we were all due for the sins that we commit against God because we're not committing them against anyone else other than God. Sure, we might do something against our brother, but that's not necessarily mean we're sinning against him. I mean, yeah, that's what you can call it, and that's technically what it is, but it's more or less we're hurting them. And we might be doing it intentionally, might not be. You know, but God changes all that. We sin against him, and then he comes and saves us. When he could have just destroyed us. Like, even back before the flood, he gave them every opportunity to repent. And they refused. And the same thing is going to happen again. I'm not saying the flood will happen again, but God gives us every opportunity to heed his discipline and give ourselves over to him through our repentance, our turning from sin. God is going to punish the world again. It's going to be different. You know, we're going to see his wrath be poured out on the world. And we'll, if we're still alive at that time, we'll see it happening. Lucky for us, we'll know. We'll know what's going on because God told us. God told us ahead of time. So that we could continue to stand and endure. Even though human hands might come against us, God's hand won't. Because in the end, it's a lot like uh, the Hebrew nation from Egypt. They were protected through all the plagues that God put against Egypt. They were protected. When it was pitch black in Egypt and the sun was darkened, there was light in, in the Hebrew nation's area. You know, but they were, they were protected from that. And the same thing is going to be for us if we're enduring in our faith with Christ in the end times. We'll have that same thing. You know, but that discipline is what's going to help us continue to endure. And if we're not enduring in our faith, we'll suffer the same fate as everybody else that hasn't repented. Because we can say with our mouth that we believe, but if in our heart we don't have faith and we haven't repented, then we're not truly followers of Christ. Sure, you might mess up here and there, but when you do, you're going to feel it. You'll feel that discipline coming from the Holy Spirit. It's called conviction, right? And either it's going to happen before you go into your sin headlong and you're going to stop, or you're going to feel that guilt afterwards, right? We've all been there. Heck, I probably just screwed up yesterday and felt the exact same thing. You know, but every day is a new day. Every day is a new day for God to show me through discipline, His love, you know, 
our endurance and faith is it's going to be hard right we're all there you guys are in a rescue mission you know it's hard I know it's hard I've been through all kinds of stuff and I'm only 33 I've been divorced once you know I've I've had the girlfriend between marriages and living with her all that stupid stuff I've had a daughter die so it's not a matter of I don't know what you guys feel we all just go through different things and some of us are still in those those pits and those valleys you know but the really awesome part is we're not there alone you're not there alone not only do you have your brothers around you other followers of Christ who can walk with you but you have Jesus himself dwelling within you if you've given your life over to him he's there with you I like to use the illustration of a pit you're in a pit and you're you're down in that pit and you're wondering how am I gonna get out and you can't see away but then Jesus comes up to that pit he climbs down in there with you and he pushes you out of it think about that Jesus is willing to get into the dark dirty places with you and push you out of it and then continue to walk alongside you to lead you to discipline you to lead you towards endurance in your faith that's the God that we have and serve that's the God that we can follow we only but got to give ourselves to him and the question is what's keeping you from doing that I know some of the guys in here the last week they stood they made a proclamation of their faith to Christ that they were ready to give themselves up you know other guys weren't ready at the time some of the guys might have just stood up because other guys were standing up you know it's high possibility I never put that past a being a thing you know but the seed is planted and God is the one who waters the seed God is there guys whether you know it or not whether you feel him or not he's here he's constantly with us he's constantly pursuing us because he's saying I want you to be with me so that you can worship honor and glorify me so think about it what's keeping you from making that next step of giving yourself over to Jesus what's stopping you are you not ready to give up your sin you want to continue down the path to destruction or do you want to go on the road that leads to life sure it's narrow sure it's hard you know because it's not easy to live for somebody else we've all talked about that before I mean a lot of what we talk about is a lot of reiteration of what God is telling us and wants us to know is that I care about my sovereignty and righteousness this would be God he cares about him he's he is jealous but he wants you he cares about you he loves you if he didn't he wouldn't give us his word he wouldn't have sent his son and he would have just destroyed us and God has the ability 
to do all of that. Because he's God. There's no one like him. All-powerful creator of everything. You know, so work out in your mind what's keeping you from making that decision to follow Jesus. Of dying to yourself and letting him lead. It is. So that's what's stopping me. And then right now, like I said, I'm still doing the steps. You know, I'm doing the footwork. It's hard. It is. Hell no. Hard. I don't know about you guys, but for me, hell no. It ain't. Man, it, even some of the most well-known pastors in the world, they struggle. They deal with things in their life that, you know, maybe they thought they weren't going to. But the Word of God says that they're going to have trouble in this world. Jesus said that. Jesus said, you're going to have trouble in this world. You're going to suffer. But do it on my behalf. Suffer on Jesus' behalf. Suffer for righteousness, for holiness. You know? It's kind of hard. Yeah, well, it's kind of like it is good when the going gets tough. It does get hard to just like, keep on walking. You know? like, getting to that job, you know, walking like three right. hours away from everywhere you go. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. I feel like that's a big struggle for me. Just like just walking, you know, like just like. Keep going. That's a, that's a difficult one. Well, you, well, you can keep pushing, right? Yeah. Think about it back. Think about back in Bible times how much they had to walk. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, not exactly. <laughs> but I get, I get, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, but think about it. You know, Jesus himself had to endure. He in the Garden of Gethsemane was to this point of sweating drops of blood because of how much anguish he was in over what he was about to do on the cross. I would be too, knowing that I lived a perfect life. But here I'm going to willingly go lay down my life for the sins of the world and have God's wrath poured out on me so that it can be satisfied in me. It's not a matter of, it's not, it's not a matter of that he necessarily took it on. It's just that the, it's, well, it's just that the, the wrath of God was poured out on him for the sins of the world. The and we talked about we talked about this last week is that that the the sin debt sin was nailed to the cross in this life yeah you'll still suffer but Jesus paid for that sin you know if you if you've given you but well the question is have you it's, it's have you given yourself over to Jesus and then placed your faith in him, claiming him as your Lord and Savior. You know? He paid for our sins. I mean, but we... Exactly. But see, it's not a matter of what they see. It's a matter of what God sees. And when God looks at you, he sees the payment that Christ paid. He sees you... He sees your sin covered. He looks at everyone. Going to judge us on the basis of Christ. But I got to wrap up. 
So let me go ahead and pray real quick, and then you guys can get in line, and then we'll open the door for everyone else. Pray. Yeah? Would you pray for my son? He's schizophrenic, and I worry about him. All right, Michael. Okay. Yeah. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for speaking to us through your word and allowing the Holy Spirit to just guide and direct this time. Lord, I pray for all the men in here, Lord, that you would touch their lives in one way or another, showing them your power and your glory, Lord. Lord, lead them to honor you and praise you in every aspect of their lives, giving themselves over to you, Lord. Lord I pray for anybody who is contemplating giving their life over to you, Lord. Would they just make that leap? Would they give themselves over to you and claim you, Jesus, as Lord over their lives? Lord, I pray for Michael's son, Lord, that you would just help him, that you would bring healing into that that illness, Lord, into the schizophrenia, Lord. Lord. Michael says he's getting worse. Lord, we just want to give him over to you so that you can provide healing and a way for that uh, illness to just begin to subside and go down, Lord, even if possible, healing him completely of that. So, Lord, we praise you. Lord, the meal that we're going to have, we thank you for. Lord, it was graciously donated. And, Lord, we just praise you in your name. Amen.